0: Welcome to IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on Independent TV. I'm Jared J. Hawkins, and joining me, as always, the man who asked if window if Apple made a car would it still have window? Charlie Butter, Botchamania. Yeah, <laughs> what's going it a lot on? Better man? the first time we tried it.
1: But. Yeah, it's you know, it's that's the fun of podcasting. What's going on, man? Uh, not too much. I I work retail at, th- at Thanksgiving weekend. I'm freaking tired. You has your mind completely melted down yet? What by what point did that start? Uh, about half an hour before the store opened, when I had to go into a freaking conference call. <laughs> oh man. Well, at least nah, you made
0: nah, it. No, no, no. Actually, probably about five minutes after we opened, and the eighth perk had already. Do you have any PS five? <laughs>
1: Man, I do not miss being asked if we had Xboxes and PS4s when those came out. Oh, man!
0: It wouldn't bother me so much except if you walk through the front door, they're kind of saying, "Hey, we're out of PlayStation Five Connect Box." And when you get back to Electronic, they're kind of saying, "Hey, we're out of PlayStation Five Connect Box." Like sometimes people would literally be looking at the plastic partition we have, that have to 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 up and still ask the question. And it's like, really? <laughs>
1: uh, that's that sounds horrible. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That's that's not fun but you know what else is not fun trying to do some nominations oh, uh, on the IWTV <laughs> website and uh I, I can't do my nominations because they're already filled out for me you yeah, wouldn't yeah, know yeah. anything about that would you me no not at all <laughs> so uh, for like the better part of like three days i just thought like i did something wrong or it was registering my old like nominations from last year something was up and then finally like i i realized that you might have gone in under my account accidentally and did it. So I, I texted you. Turns out that's what it was. Uh, yeah, that,
0: that's exactly what it was. I've got. I'm on my own account on like four or five might of Viking, but I never
1: logged out of your on on one of the other ones, and that was the one I was nuking. And yeah. <laughs> so the only thing that was left for me to pick was moment of the year uh, to to nominate. So I haven't even done that yet. Um, but it was making me think like, what What are some moments of the year uh, from from this year that really? Uh, Or or a big thing to you? Anything come to mind off the top of your head? Nothing really does, unfortunately. I I, I just the
0: nature. Part of it is with the pandemic happening and there not being a lot of reckoning this year at all, Mm -hmm. I've actually lost track of stuff, what happened this year, what happened last year.
1: Yeah, it all kind of runs together. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Well i i don't really have a super big moment this year um i mean bishop winning both belts was a big surprise uh to me i mean it made sense but it was a big surprise to me so i mean that was a big moment this year um I mean, from, a, from a personal standpoint i think going to indianapolis
0: for the aiw show trying to find out wh- where mike heat was and fawn tra- calling out to me but he wanted to talk to me about something when he <laughs> called me
1: yeah that that's that's a good moment um Well, it's not from this year, but uh, I I believe our our friend Nick Gage has a favorite moment in wrestling. So uh, let's hear what that is today.
2: Uh, My favorite wrestling moment of all time has to be the Cactus Jack thrown off the top of the cage. I never reacted so crazy when I seen that moment. It was awesome, man. It was unbelievable. Uh, it's my favorite moment
0: of all time, hands down. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that a good pick. Uh, every, everybody still talk about that, That's all that that day. I mean, that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's burned into my head um, forever and ever. Like, I know, I damn near know the exact date. Like, I know it was June '98. I want to say the 26th of 20, 98,
0: Twenty fifth or 28th, maybe.
1: Yeah. Somewhere in there. And yeah, like uh, the King of the ring. Like I remember everything about that because the next night they were going to be in Cleveland and, uh, yeah, I just I, I remember a lot about that. I was grounded that summer, so I couldn't watch that pay per view, and I also couldn't watch Raw the next night, so I do remember that as well. <laughs> I don't know what I did to get grounded, but I remember I was grounded and not allowed to watch wrestling for this for like a week. So I did something stupid, I'm sure.
0: Okay, well you can go you can go in uh, deep into our archive on the old podcast. We did a watch along of that along, about a year ago ago. Did, did we really? We did a watch along of that one, I'm huh? part of the
1: Cleveland wrestling project, the whole three week oh, we tried oh, that. Oh, oh yeah, that episode of Raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And
0: yeah, you you thought of talking uh, King of the Ring for gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, that that like that, that, uh, that one that's really hard to okay, it's it, really hard to argue with somebody about. Um from I from one that we uh, we attended, Cody Rogue winning the NBA title from Nick Alden was a big one for me. Yeah, that was like, on my bucket list winning an NBA title change in Perkin.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool moment. Um, well, uh, you know what? Another cool moment was uh, the finale of the Master Wrestler this week.
0: Yeah, look, look, a, a great match. Uh, if you have not seen if you, if you haven't seen the series yet, go out and watch and binge the whole thing. You can do that now.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like seven episodes. Really good yeah it was seven episodes check it out it's awesome they're about 22 minutes a piece uh it's real easy to get through it's a lot of fun and uh yeah this episode left a lot of things unanswered so yeah yeah we still don't know who again kayak officially <laughs> but he does r- get a shot at the iwtv independent wrestling title and yeah, we do we- know that the uh wrestler who was wildcat was none other than wheeler yuda yeah heel wheeler Yuta. coming coming out of nowhere just that mean streak all of a sudden which you know what fits him honestly it gives him a a different edge than just being babyface. face yuda and uh i like it i like it a lot no i i absolutely do agree with you there
0: like everybody is still speculating after who genkai is most people seem to think it's limo already i'm leaning toward that as well
1: yeah i have no Uh, idea i mean people are saying that i mean it could be but i i we want i won't know until Genkaya officially unmasks and challenges for the title. I won't, I won't put any bets down on that one. So,
0: okay. But with that, with that in mind, Lee Moriarty is on our show for this week. We'll get to that in a moment, but look, what is on IWTV this week?
1: Okay. So this week, starting Tuesday, December 1st at 8 PM Eastern, new South pro wrestling action clash, episode 12, followed by 9 PM Eastern heavy metal wrestling, the Texas grand prix series week nine. Wednesday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern, Limitless Wrestling, The Road, Season 2, Episode 7. And Saturday, December 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern, GCW, Game Changer Wrestling, Slime Season. Uh, originally, this was supposed to be in Las Vegas. Now it's going to be at an uh, undisclosed location, not in front of fans. Um, it's going to be a closed set again because of how bad COVID is getting. So hopefully it'll still be a real fun uh, show. Um can't wait to check that out saturday december 5th also at 11 p.m eastern after game changer no peace underground is presenting Jamie Senegal's horrific no ring double feature. Uh, I believe that's uh, for, you know for no peace underground, obviously. So there's not going to be a ring. Not my bag. Uh, I'm not going to be checking it out. Uh, I'll probably you know see lots of gifts and stuff like that on Twitter from it, but no ring shows aren't my thing. So I uh, hope everybody has fun doing that or watching that, and uh, you know hope that goes well. But it's just not my bag. And that's all that's on IWTV this week, man yeah thinner lineup the normal they do they will usually add stuff during the week though so, yeah this is sure. literally a sunday night recording so by tuesday there will be all kinds of great stuff filling out the rest of the week that we did not get to tell you about so <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast yeah so uh, as always check out independent
0: TV for the for the full lineup and for all the on-demand programming Hundred of promotions thousand of show at this point including the show we're going to cover right now glory pro all your Recklin son from the marion county fairground canadian Applake, indiana as part of the collective
1: yeah this uh show was a lot of fun and uh, i'm glad we picked it i'm glad that uh i just you know waited a week and then decided to do this one so it was kind of fresh for people um i liked a couple different matches on this show and uh i'm really glad we got to to, to check this out so yeah, two and a
0: half hour. Go, not a very long show. Typical pay-per-view length, basically. Mm-hmm. Which I think hurt some of it. Be a couple of matches I thought was a little shorter, shorter than I would have liked them to be. But
1: yeah, um, unfortunately, there was some stuff that wasn't as long. But you know what? It, it, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really bother me when stuff is short. Like you know, it's indie wrestling. Though we'll probably wrestle again, possibly, and we'll get to see more. So you never know.
0: Okay, let's go ahead and uh, get on with it here. We're going to start with the opening match. Mike Outlaw versus Lee Moriarty. Very fast-paced technical wrestling, uh, early on especially, but throughout most of the match. Uh, Lee Moriarty had his back taped up a little bit, probably because he was carrying the entire fucking weekend at this point.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a back-and-forth technical match. and I mean, back-and-forth, back-and-forth, just chess match basically on the mat. It was good stuff. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. my, I think my favorite move of the match, Outlaw, hit a corkscrew <laughs> superplex and then it turned it right into a vertical neck breaker, which is freaking incredible. Yeah. Uh, Moriarty is favoring the back throughout to the point that he got Confucian armbar on and he can't get the full bridge on it and have to let go of the hold yeah shout out to, neat, neat to commentary to
1: for telling that story too like commentary did a great job throughout the show telling the stories of the matches and making it all fit and make sense ethan page joined about halfway through he was good on commentary uh definitely top-notch commentary on the, the Invicable man was on commentary for the first half of the show and contributed nothing well you know he's a he's a scam artist so what do you expect now, Outlaw gets the pin with a roll-up,
0: a uh, really unique version of the roll-up. Like, I don't even know how to describe how he got into the roll-up position. It was really nicely done.
1: Yeah, it was good stuff, man. It was. Um, I was kind of surprised that uh, Outlaw picked up the win, but, you know, it is what it is. Well, I, I took a look
0: when I called Moore already lost the match, but this was the third match of hint that i have seen on The Collective, and all three of them were—this one didn't necessarily steal the show, but he stole the show on the other two shows he was gone that I had seen. Moriarty went one in five on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he came out. He came out looking better than everybody else. He won one match. So I'm, I'm not going to get here and say that proof winning lock and loss don't matter because they do. But I showed how good Lee is. That he won in five, and everybody thinking get a better place now than they won before the weekend started.
1: Right on. From
0: there, we get tag team action. Alec Gain and Blake Christian taking on the North. Ethan Page and Josh Alexander.
1: Yeah, uh, I like uh, three out of the four of these guys, and uh, this is a fun match. I'm not a big Zane guy. Zane doesn't do it for me. His finish is silly.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, it's your typical tag team match. You got the fake and peril, which is mostly Blake Christian. And he's the bigger of the two in the match. It's kind of weird that he went
1: the fake imperil here, but you think Blake Christian's bigger? I mean, he's she's shorter. I mean, he's more muscular than Alex Zayn. Zayn's way taller than just about everybody in the match. It yeah, may,
0: you know, what I've, I'm getting this match confused with one later on in the show. You're right. I'm sorry. As far as, far as the bigger perk be being fake imperil, that can later match. We'll get to okay. it. You're okay. right on that. Uh, yeah, Christian does a great job at the fake imperil. Uh, at one point game you could, Ethan Page at a springboard had a top rope run at Alexander, which was a neat spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian came back in way too early after the hot tag, which even the commentary called out, which I thought was a nice touch. And then the quirky immediately proved me wrong after I write that down by just doing a bunch of shit to the North for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, North finally gets the win. Ethan Page hits a torture echo into Christian into an Alexander powerbomb for the win in about 12 minutes. And we get the post-match handshake. This is really good stuff, and honestly, as well as gaining and Christian fared against the North here, I'd like to see them sign with Impact and get a rematch of that on a little bit bigger stage.
1: Well, unfortunately, one of those guys is in NXT now, so. well, wow. <laughs> But I'd definitely like to see Blake Christian sign with uh, Impact or, or uh, ROH or something and, and get on a bigger stage. Absolutely.
0: And from there, it's the Midwest Territory Championship on the line. The champion Hakeem Kane, who we saw last week under his other name of Rohit Raju, yes. taking on Kylie Ray, and Hakeem Kane came out with the X
1: Division title belt too. Like they weren't even hiding with the same guy. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you think what it is? Exactly, it's indie wrestling. <laughs> this match yeah. was awesome. Uh, this this was uh, a real good, uh, real good back and forth. I liked it a lot. I really, you know, I like kylie ray a lot i i'm a bum that she's not wrestling anymore uh this was a really awesome match and uh reminded me again why i really enjoy her matches
0: yeah i think a lot of people sleep on Hakeem game because he can impact and the Activision title really not i don't i don't want to get here to the joke but like it's really not anymore but i still have the same respect it did in the early days of tna
1: so i think a lot of people really sleep on him but he did a really great job here well, it's funny because like up until like, honestly, around this weekend, I had never heard of him before, but like through like Ethan Page's vlogs and stuff, like I started to uh, like get, who, like know who he was and that kind of thing. And so to see a couple of his matches now, back to back weeks, I, I enjoy his work. He's a solid hand in the ring. So, I mean, there's definitely um, a reason why he signed and why he is uh, in in impact and, and doing his thing there. So I mean, he's definitely a decent
0: in the end, uh, Hakeem gang retaining the championship with the the unprettier, the Tamakaki, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, his variation on it. All right. From there, we go to the
1: IWTV Independent Wrestling Championship. The champion, Warhorse defending against Gakri Went. Now, if you pay attention at the beginning of this match, the IWTV Independent Wrestling title was taken to the back by one Stepstool Sarah. And this would come into play later in the weekend. We'll get to after we talk about the match. Okay. This
0: match is really fast paced right from the beginning. Uh, Went at one point, hit a rolling neck breaker into a last chance for a commission, which I thought was a really nice move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warhorse has one of the best missile dropkicks in the business. It's just a thing of beauty to watch yeah he hit a pretty good lariat
1: in this match too <laughs> Yeah, it would give yeah. uh it would give AJ Gray's lariat a run for its money I'm not saying it's better I'm just saying it'd give it a run for its money because aJ Gray's lariat is probably the best rate
0: yeah go really good match really even really back and forth Tunkin and tunkin' and near fall Warhorse Dunncan retained with a sharp shooter in about eleven minutes. really good stuff here. No, uh, There's not
1: a sharpshooter. At least scor- got a look from all, all elite wrestling, even though he didn't end up signing with them. so it's not a sharpshooter. It's a scorpion deathlock.
0: You know what? For years, I refused to call it a sharpshooter. because scorpion deathlock first, and everybody told me I am an idiot. Now I call it a sharpshooter, and, and I'm getting told I'm an idiot again.
1: <laughs> only because it's from Warhorse, and Warhorse is a big sting guy. That's that's the only reason <laughs> I said it, honestly. <laughs> uh, but after the match, she's looking for the belt, can't find it. Turns out one gary j stole the belt and uh was holding it ransom and we found that out at the black label pro show the next day
0: That could be really weird if companies just following glory pro they find that they do show the angle where war can't find the belt and then like the next show whenever they wind up doing it there's no
1: mention of it ever again (laughs) right oh i'm sure if you know if you're watching any wrestling you probably are plugged in somehow like with you know uh twitter something to figure out what's going on so i'm hopefully they'll figure it out Oh, then again, ten years from now, people are going to look at the at the crowd in this
0: show, which is respectable given COVID guidelines, and go, "Well, this drew like shit." No,
1: oh man, I don't know. I think uh, COVID times are going to be a thing for a really long time. Everybody's going to look back on these times and go, "Oh, it was COVID time. Makes sense. There's not going to be too much. Uh, oh well, this looks like it didn't draw very much. They'll remember COVID times. Look, when this come out, all oh, 2020. Ah, COVID times. Yeah, gotcha.
0: Okay, we then get we go from there to. No disrespect to the main event, which I love, but this is probably my favorite match of the show. The bull rope match with Jake something versus Mander. This is fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is fucking brutal. It's a hoss fight. They're tied to a bull rope, pinfall of commission only. Jake something attacks before can even tied to the bull rope, and he ends up beating up on Mander for like five minutes before the opening bell. Uh, to at one point, before the bell even run, he got Mander tied in the corner. Mander can. And refusing help from the ref to get untied, yell "Bring it,
1: bitch!" and they eat beer in the corner. Man, Jake Something plays a real good bad guy. I don't know yes. what it is, but uh, yeah, he definitely plays a good bad guy. Yeah, look definitely a far cry from the Cug and
0: Jake Diener character in Impact, which
1: <laughs> yeah, crickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, a bunch of unprotected chair shot kicks. Well, again, all before the opening bell. Yeah, the bell finally rang like thirty seconds into the match. The bull rope falls off of Jake Something's wrist. Great job tying that bull rope, ref. Hey,
1: it's indie wrestling. What do you what do you
0: expect? Yeah, but this is a a hard hitting, a hot fight. Something kicked out of the Iowa Stampede fairly early in the match. Uh, at one point, they're up on the top rope. Mandarin <laughs> Gavoy, a okay, power bomb hit the hit the uh, power
1: slam off the top. That only gets two. That's through two oh, chairs. Through two chairs. Yeah, which was fucking gross that was that was a spot of the match for me like oh my god when i saw that I, I i popped big for it i was like oh my god that was awesome and he kicked out that wasn't even the finish jared it wasn't even the finish <laughs> my god
0: yeah if manders would have ended up winning the match i'd have been pissed but since he locked, i'll let it go uh they did a change bloke at one point and the announcer uh threw out a clubber in reference in 2020, which I popped for. <laughs> that four-fifths on one guy. Something uh, get the boss man clam for the win and uh, less than nine minutes bell to bell, or probably close to 15 when you count
1: all the pre-match stuff. I love this match. This was freaking great. Yeah, this was awesome. This is an awesome, awesome match.
0: From there, we've got a Lady Tank team match. The Kicker of Destruction, Blair Onik, and Elena Black taking on In and Lady Luck. Yeah, this is the first time uh, that I can r- recall Gene Blair Onyx. Uh, she was really impressive. She's doing cartwheel out of the corner to avoid move. Uh, to, to do it, uh, yeah, do it. Did the Matrix into a crab walk, into the crab walk or the fighter walk? As they were calling it on commentary. Yeah, she really impressed me in this one. Uh, at one point, Black using a tarot card to give High a paper cut in the mouth. This was the match I was thinking of where they had the bigger wrestler playing the fake and peril. Okay. And it's just, and that what that she was doing a bad job spelling, but it's just like it's just a, usually in a match like this you want the smaller wrestler to be the one taking the beating and the bigger one coming in for the comeback. But right, Anik uh, at one point skate black from an airplane spin, but then we have the immediate uh, miscommunication spot Is you accidentally clothesline, line I'm I, I could close line black. I'm sorry. I look, I check my next note here when i had that uh Audic ended up hitting high end with a modified sister abigail and that allowed black to get the pin in about nine minutes
1: good stuff fun stuff yeah it was all right I, I wasn't super high on it i mean every time i uh really started paying attention um uh high end and uh lady uh lady luck were were in control and doing stuff and uh, i enjoyed what i saw from them so yeah, we go from there to a four-way match: Cody
0: Lane versus Stephen Wolfe versus Jody Threat versus Devin Monroe. Uh, I woke say when Devin Monroe came out. That for a second I thought any kid died in here and changed his name. Wow, that's—that's I, I, that's not a knock. That is not a knock at all. But it was a yeah, similar outfit, similar presentation, similar uh, similar attitude for Monroe. How how he was portraying himself—that that wasn't the impression I got. That's not a knock at all.
1: Okay. And actually, I thought he did a great job in this match. I don't remember much from this match. I remember uh, Jody doing a dive to the outside, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are several dives to the floor in this one. Uh, This was what I hate about the multi-person match, though. Like, almost immediately, two guys just happen to disappear, and it's one-on-one in the ring for most of the match. That drives me nuts. Just book one-on-one because That's how you're going to play the four-way. That drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, There is a spot where threat's running into the rope. Lane jumps up on the middle rope like he's going to springboard in and threat take a uh, hard tumble to the floor. I thought that was a cool spot. Uh, Monroe does finally get the win with a springboard jawbreaker on Dakota Lane, a little bit under 7 minutes. This one I thought it could this one one that I thought could have used a few more minutes. Be a uh, four people in there, it's really hard for to really get behind anybody. We're going to get that a little bit on time, but from there, we go to the United Glory title, which is Glory Pro version of the tag team championship. Daytanic Panic of Dan Halkin and Effie taking on Top Flight and the team of Alley Cat and Dan the Dad. Dan Halkin <laughs> comes out wearing an El
1: Generico mask for some reason? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Effie has a mask, so Dan Housen has to have a mask. Only totally right. And it looks good on okay. him, too. It doesn't even look like it's out of place. Like, it makes sense that he, ha- like, that he has one. I don't know. It fits. Yeah. I-
0: no, it it, it it looks it looks so good that I was like did Tammy Kane They take a booking and not tell Vince Like what the fuck? Like had I not known it was Dan Halkin, I really would have been like, What the hell? Go that far, but all right. Okay. I know I'm in the minority these days, but I do like Dan the Dad gimmick. Maybe keep him off Twitter for a little while, but I'm okay with the presentation like a whole. Uh this is apparently under scramble role or glitcher role, but people start coming in without tag. Yeah. Uh, Top Flight is the most experienced team, so their tag team stuff all looks really good, and you don't necessarily get the same uh, camaraderie between the other two teams, which is fine. Makes sense. Uh, There was a a spot where Alley Cat and Effie two-quitted each other, and Effie backhanded Alley Cat to the point that I think she lost two of her lives. (laughs) Uh, Top Flight does get the win with with a Doomsday Device double stomp. It, you know, in and, and about nine minutes or so, they got that off of, uh, onto Dan the dad, onto Dan
1: Housen's teeth. Yes.
0: The Korean Top Flight just is getting some play in AEW right now, and it's matches like that. They look really good here.
1: Yeah, they've they've come a long way, and they've really impressed, so it makes sense that, you know, a couple months later, they're in AEW, so Did i say months, a couple weeks. After
0: the match, the think of Destruction attack Top Flight and steal the belt.
1: We've had two belt-stealing angles on one show. Well, the other one wasn't exactly shown to the crowd, so you could go with just one. We like we knew because it like everything came out on Twitter about it after the fact. But on this show, technically, there's just the ones. It's the other one didn't technically count because we didn't know that it was stolen. But yeah, I mean, so if you were some watching
0: some the IPP the, IP, the IP per View, then you would have known. Then you would have known something would come up with the belt being walking that ring side.
1: Right, but that could have just been you know that it was taken to the back and whatever. It's fine, but here they were specifically belt stealing and the weakest chair shots i've ever seen in a wrestling ring so
0: no i'm not going to go that far did you ever see lance storm and ron van dam at barely legal watch lance Storm's chair shots on that thing oh yeah at great as Lance Storm,ig he got booed out of the fucking building for those chair shots. Like, those were, those were bad.
1: I don't know, man. Uh, the last time I saw a tag team that was really terrible at using weapons, uh, they were assigned in an NXT and then got moved to the main roster and even had a tag title run, and that was uh, the super awesome team of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I absolutely hate them. I think they're terrible at backstage <laughs> attacks as well, so I don't know. Just me, I guess. Everybody can hate me, but I thought they were weak. And I mean, I understand what you're getting across and whatever. And I can't even swing a chair properly. I'm a weak ass guy too. So whatever. I shouldn't talk, but yeah, it just, it kind of made me laugh. Like, one dude got hit and is selling hard right next to his brother and his brother's not even looking at him, just waiting on the other chair shot to come. It was just, I'm like, ah, oh, all right. But overall, I mean, got you know, out. you got, you got the point across, I guess you were trying to get across. They were coming for the tag belts. So yeah. Well, the whole time Ethan page on commentary game, they, he, he and, he, and Josh Alexander won
0: a shot at the belt. Right. And from there we get our main event for the crown of glory championship, AJ gray, defending against ACH, Ah, uh, rematch from a show a couple of years prior uh, that a lot of people came with Glory Pro Wrestling greatest match ever. Uh, that got up a, a lot of high expectations really early for this one, and uh, at about 10 minutes in, I wasn't sure they were going to meet those expectations, but the last 10 minutes of the, it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, this was uh, really good. It, it was, I mean, it, what would you expect from AJ Gray and ACH at this point? So I was, I'm not a huge ACH guy, but I like AJ Gray. And I thought this match was. Re-
0: there is a part of me that didn't get that the championship is actually a belt and not an actual crown. I don't know why. I
1: feel like at one point they actually had a crown or something and it got changed because. Yeah, maybe.
0: And and I mean, the belt looked good. It got a crown on it, and it, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not I'm not knocking the belt itself, but <laughs> and it's not like it's the fucking glow crown in like a tiara or some shit either. So it, it's fine. Uh, I did write down very early in the match. Goddamn the chop muck but they were laying in the fucking chop. Uh, the one issue I do have with the match is both guys were getting their knees worked on at various points, but they're very inconsistent telling with it. Like they were, they work on the knee for a minute. And all of a sudden the guy just got his knee worked on doing a bunch of running and a bunch of flying. And like, well, that kind of ruined the leg work a little bit, but
1: well, maybe it wasn't successful. leg work. Yeah. Well, that, that's really my just only, they worked worked on it, Doesn't mean it worked properly. Maybe they didn't do it. Right. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess, right. <laughs> I didn't make much
0: sense anything else to me. Right on. <laughs> AJ Gray finally gets the win, 19 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, best thing I can call it, it's like a corkscrew Michinoku driver. Like, I wasn't really a brain buster, but I wasn't really a Michinoku driver or something in between.
1: Yeah, I believe he's calling that the blue Eye white dragon, if I remember correctly. I believe that's the he pulled out. I can't remember. I watched it this afternoon and can't even remember most of it. Yeah. I had to watch another show after it for what I'm recording tomorrow, which is why we're recording today. So, <laughs> you
0: know, you, you know, you can plug it. You're on Wrestling Cheers the Path week. You're going to be on Wrestling Cheers
1: again the coming week, or yes, yes, I'll be on Wrestling Cheers again this week. Uh, well, before we get to that though, uh, overall show, every presentation, everything, what you got, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs. In the...
0: It's a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, me too. There, there's there's not a bad match on this card. Everything, everything, everything good. Everything's solid. Most of it kept my attention. Main event is fantastic. That bull rope match that kind of bridged the end of the first half of the show was really fucking good. You can tell they're building some stuff for the future, even though they don't have another show for a couple months yet. I enjoyed it a lot. Right on. Uh, you got any plugs? Uh, just uh, the usual for right now. You can follow me on Twitter at pwcheek, Facebook and Instagram at jhawk 1539 Twitch at TSMJHawk. And with Griffin coming up, I do accept money and money and food. So you can <laughs> hit me up on any one of those avenues and get my PayPal information.
1: Uh, I, my plugs this week, I guess will be uh, wrestling cheers. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, absolutely check them out. There's all kinds of great interviews on there. And retro reviews is what we're working on right now. Since there's not a lot of live wrestling, uh, when there is live wrestling, it's a preview review of AIW shows and interviews and all kinds of great stuff. Check them out. Uh, Wrestling cheers on Twitter. I feel Twitter. like it's
0: been the Charlie Butter Show lately, though. Like, you've been on that thing a lot lately.
1: Well, you know, I got to cover because there's just not a lot there, and it's you know, with everything going on, and I'm just I'm helpful. So when he needs you know somebody to cover for something, I'm I'm always there for it. So it's yes, it is becoming the show, but I mean, hey, it's uh it's a partnership thing. i he, Justin does a lot of stuff himself. I help out where he needs help, and it is what it is. Like I don't tend to take any credit for anything i just let him do all his stuff he's been great helping you know keep me sane trying to do podcasting for all this time and giving me great and ideas yeah he's been a huge help to this show so when i can help him out i, I do what i can so i mean if you don't like me then i'm sorry <laughs> these last couple of like months is probably going to be crappy for you because you're gonna have to listen to me on there a bunch say the same stuff constantly uh, at least i haven't been saying that everybody's on a tear on the show so you know it is what it is but uh yeah so check that out um give him a follow and we are And we are expecting Justin Summers to be back on this show at some point next month. We have that tentatively scheduled. Yes, before the end of the year, Justin Summers will be back on this show to discuss a uh, defunct promotion that we will be covering. I have most of the rest of the year laid out at this point. Hopefully it comes through. Um, We have two guests to finish out the rest of the year. Um, They've been on previously. I'm excited to have them during the holidays, so that'll be fun. Uh, Remember, you can use promo code PWP for five days free at independentwrestling.tv. And don't forget to check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, Odds with Wrestling, the Spotlight Series, and it's Evolution Baby. Also check out our non-podcast friends, pwponderings.com, Big Starks Brand, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Good Company in Cleveland, Ohio, Smoke and Jays by ReQ and Kayfabe Collectibles. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at charlie__butters, and you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTVGuide. Wear your mask. Black Lives Matter. Talk to you later, everyone.
2: Don't need sugar, I need cream. I'm dark and strong. The garbage man putting on on, cologne aroma. 47, my business partner business is well. French, kiss a bitch, she don't speak French, can't kiss and tell. I push his ass in the wishing well, then wish him well. Sip and serve like ginger ale. But I'm the quickest snail. From here to hell, I hear them hail, I give them hell. I'm spitting hell, I'm cleanin' well, I didn't hell. These niggas frail, they chipping down they little gals. Watch me act a donkey then pin the tail, spit out your nails. Uh Hallelujah, holy shit, I'm the holy shit, I'm God's manure I know how to hack a jeweler, than not computers I meditate like a Buddhist, holy ramen noodles And now you sleep, I'm inside your room with a lot of shooters You wake up to this chopper, chulas, like Kakadoodle. I'm aqua cuckoo, I turn your fruit loop to chocolate yoo-hoo I'm hotter than Honolulu, glory unto you I turn your fruit loop to chocolate, you hoo! I'm hotter than Honolulu, my clothes and socks and shoes new I have been to boo boo since Gaga, Goo Goo and Dada, Foo Make everybody that knew you boo boo I got them spooked too, I drive a neutral Shock the future like Dr. Luther I'm not a chooser, your mama cougar, I sock it to her My cocaine white is a white beluga I like bazookas, I'm high as Luna I'm wilder than tigers, Nike's Pumas Woo! This that shit you didn't want me on My weed louder than underarms and car alarms Cheers! I said surprise, but couldn't party long. I gotta get back to the grind and the drawing board. But all this fucking artist's drawing is the art of war. These niggas soft as teddy bears, up to mark you I wet your block, leave it a water park, brought a dog. I whip the work like tartar sauce. You want it all or all, Huh? Uh, glory, hallelujah. Shit, I'm the shit, Party, party, potty you Unload the glock, profusely. looming, sorting out confusion Your mother mouth keep rooming, I'm going Tony Stewart I'm on the fluid, I'm ruined, I'm cold as Boston Bruins Lost in the shoe-shoeing, who's who and I lost influence, lost my point of view Till I found a mirror, Start talking to it It told me the truth, it said I'm the shit And you party pooping loud Hola Crazy. Too much coffee maybe, I smell like money I know broke niggas feel nauseated The broads elated, my boys are faded My car's the latest, my boys the greatest They rated X like all made it She caught the baby, she bought the babies They orphans maybe, we got that white girl like in the 80s That Marsha Brady, I dick Tracy like Warren Beatty I'm warm as Haiti, I'm armed and lazy I'm spraying until my arms is lazy I'm part of my mental, I'm higher than continental. Went from flying cockroaches to flying without credentials, that's private. pilot, be quiet, we need our privacy. Throw you off this bitch if you wire, justifiably. Hustle with a motive, you notice know I'm with my orders. No snakes, no rodents, no ad libs, no chorus. No stress, no horrors. Took you to a respiratory, it's self explanatory. The glory is mandatory. Glory, glory, uh, glory, hallelujah. Holy shit, I can't holy shit. My bow looser, my tie was newer, my powder room is for powder users. You see rolled up dollar bills filled with snot and mucus. My tie is lucas, my driver's cruising, my partner's rootless. My flowers ruthless, my pockets ruthless, she poppin' Rufus I'm not a student, I'm not assuming, I'm not a human. You are not immune to this kind of music. You got him tuned, you. got him tuned. You.